Welcome to the 412 Canada podcast. My name is Kim Hutchins, and at 412, we're equipping the church for greater influence through serving. We want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come and get equipped with us. 412 Canada is a ministry of Faith Baptist Church in Huntsville, Canada. You're going to love today's episode with Misty Phillips. She's an orange specialist serving churches in Canada, specifically kids. And she's going to chat with us today about family ministry and why strategy matters, how to partner with parents, and fun ways to surprise and delight your volunteers. All that and more on today's episode. Welcome to the 412 Canada podcast. Do you serve or lead volunteers in the local church? Are there days when you feel less than equipped to make the kind of impact that you want to make in your role or in your organization? Through this podcast, we're equipping the church for greater influence through serving. Thanks for joining us. Well, welcome, Misty. I'm so excited that you're here on the 412 Canada podcast. And uh, for those that maybe were not at the 412 conference, Misty is an orange specialist and she's serving churches in Canada for orange kids. So she's a kid specialist, which is fantastic. Misty, welcome. Thank you so much. It's a joy to be with you. Yeah. And how are you doing? Because it's been a while since we've chatted. Ah, just <laughs> plugging along, talking with churches every day and mm-hmm. uh, loving it, loving it. That's awesome. You've been very busy uh, this fall, this past fall, because um, on the Orange Tour, right? And I think that there's some orange. There's another one coming up in the spring. There is um, Orange Tour is our one day event that happens every fall, and we tour U.S. cities, um, and it helps people to bring um, their leaders to a, a more local event. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is, like I mentioned, a one-day slice of what our annual Orange Conference is uh, every April in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Um, can you tell us a little bit, too, maybe about your role and how that relates to all of us in Canada? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So an Orange Specialist is um, a person who connects with churches that is a practitioner of um, the curriculum. So I was a ministry leader before I became an Orange Specialist. Mm-hmm. And my own church, we launched Orange. And we saw what alignment happened and how it really helped uh, give us fuel to reach children and families yeah. at our church. So um, an Orange Specialist role is to really to help each church individually not only navigate the curriculum from Orange for both preschoolers and elementary, but to also um, unpack it in the context of what your local church and dynamic of your ministry is. Right. Yeah, that's amazing. You must really enjoy that. You get to talk with so many people, I'm sure. I I learned so much. Um, I just think ministry leaders who are on the front lines of um, helping make Sunday happen every week. Yeah. Um, they really are just, um, not only a joy to speak with, but I learned so much, um, from them as well. So that's, that's why it's uh, such a great experience for me to be able to help pour into their local ministries. And how did you get started? Well, I got started. I was a ministry leader in the Midwest, 
um, and we had four service times we programmed each week and so we were using four separate curriculum thinking program each service and that mm -hmm. included writing our own for one of those that's a lot wow it yeah, <laughs> it was a lot so i like i like to say it with, with a little bit of tongue-in-cheek now um hindsight is 2020 we were throwing bible application everywhere yeah. you know but we had really no um plan master plan in place as far as a strategy mm. And so I heard about um, the founder of Orange, who is Reggie Joyner. I heard him talk about what strategy was in mm -hmm. ministry. And um, I, I looked, I put my head up above programming to find out more for myself of what did, what does strategy look like? Yeah. And what is that? And so um, I, when I um, decided that I was not going to lead ministry anymore, I had opportunity to come and work for Orange, and um, it's just been a fun ride ever since, just taking that same idea of what does strategy look like versus programming mm -hmm. uh, and helping leaders. That's awesome. Um, and can you talk about family ministry and, and just how that strategy, how would you implement that or how would they set that up? Well, we know that there are some unique milestones and time frames um, that things are happening in children's lives, just physically, socially, um, spiritually. And so to think as a more holistic model of what is family ministry, um, how can we partner with parents in each of those ages and amazing phases that children go through? And how can we help parents, no matter what that age level is, to mm -hmm. create a rhythm at home all week long to follow up? Because that, to me, is um, speaking crib to college of what family ministry should be. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. And so if a church was, what if, uh, like, just starting out, right, where would be a great place to start for them? Mm. Well, I think um, thinking of from the, the beginning of ministry, I would collectively get together with all of your age level leaders and mm -hmm. say, what do we want children to become? If they stayed in our ministry from birth through 18, let's big picture blue sky look at what do we want kids to become as they grow in the Lord? Mm -hmm. um, and so... Um, that was one of the, the things that attracted me to Orange because in each of the age levels, they focused on three basic truths spiritually that kids in that age level, in that phase, it was natural for them to lean into. So um, we also say like turn some dials mm -hmm. in a child's life and, and the parents too because we are partnering with them. Those are the kinds of conversations to have rather than um, what are we going to do to program each Sunday? That's, right. That's a children's ministry or a youth ministry strategy, but a family ministry strategy is holistic in thinking what do we want kids to become and how can we partner with parents? Yeah. And let's talk about partnering with parents. What does that kind of look like? 
Ooh, it's, you know, it's much more than a handout of here's what we learned today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which is um, so easy to fall into, right? <laughs> yes, oh, it, it can be. And um, I know I had four children and was in ministry. Mm-hmm. And my husband and I always said if we left church on Sunday with all the shoes on the kids, <laughs> we felt like we were winning. So if yeah. you give me a handout, <laughs> the chances of us doing that is pretty slim. Right. Yeah. So um, we just decide, decided as an organization, how can we best partner with parents? They're the primary influence of growing their children spiritually. Mm-hmm. And, and we know that we'll only basically have about 40 hours this year with children, but parents will have 3,000. Mm-hmm. That's so much. It's, it's, I mean, that they will always trump the influence of the church. So how can we partner with parents to create those just common rhythms that happen at home, bedtime, mealtime, drive time? Mm-hmm. Um, how can we think strategically with partnering with parents that way. Okay. And I guess that'd be unique to each church in, in area, right? Um, just I, I think there's going to be some, some universal practices. And I think there's going to be some unique, what's the DNA of your community? Mm-hmm. How do, what's the best way to get information uh, mm-hmm. to your parents? Um, certainly, I just heard a statistic that really surprised me. Um, Parents of preschool and elementary children today have about four hours of screen time a day. A day. A day is is surprising. How do you fit that in? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So rather than like the traditional handout we mentioned a couple minutes ago, tools that are on their devices to create that rhythm at home and follow up with what was taught um, can be a golden opportunity for us to get that before parents' eyes mm-hmm. to reinforce. Yeah, and I know I use the ParentQ app, which mm-hmm. I love. Um, have you guys got a lot of good feedback about that? Well, wonderful feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who may not know, the ParentQ, C-U-E, mm-hmm. is a free phone app for parents that will always stay current with what is taught in our curriculum for best practices to hand off to parents to create that rhythm at home. Mm -hmm. But it is also um, filled with wonderful phase content. Uh, So the age level of your child or your children, you can put multiple age levels in there. Mm -hmm. And it's going to give you some wonderful ways that you can talk through that in an appropriate age um, with with your children. Plus podcasts are going to be there for parenting too. Oh, right. And what's the podcast called? Uh, Parent Q. Okay, that's <laughs> so right. So it's the app and it's the, the parenting podcast too. Oh, fantastic. We'll put a link for that in our show notes. So that people are trying great. to... And they, families can get that in any app store, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what the device is. Okay, that's awesome. Um, and what about, what are some practical ways for people that are working in the church to combine their strategy with the mission statement of their church? Oh, great question, Kim. Great question. <laughs> um, I, it's pretty common that a church will have a mission statement. Mm-hmm. Um, and your mission statement is, here's what we want to see happen. Your strategy is how you're going to get there. 
Mm-hmm. So if we want children to become devoted followers of the Lord, how we're going to unpack faith and how we're going to teach all of that is your strategy. Okay. Um, so, and, and that can be a shift for a lot of churches to start having conversations about that. Mm-hmm. Um, mission statements are beautiful, but if you don't have a way to get there, they're a mission statement. Yeah. <laughs> And you want to be practical, right? And and relatable. And uh, so how do you make faith relatable at each phase? Mm. Well, I think that um, we know there are some common things that happen in each phase of children. Mm-hmm. And we know that there are unique moments that uh, are created in um, in our as we go, as I say, uh, and do life. So practical, relatable conversations, I really think is what can help children in each age or phase. No matter if, you know, if they're single parenting, it's a whole family trying to do this together. Mm -hmm. Making faith relatable on a child's perspective can make things come alive for them. And that's important. Yeah. It suddenly becomes real to them, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, I mentioned a little earlier that in Orange Curriculum, there are three dials that we turn. Mm -hmm. And in preschool, it is the wonder dial because we know that's the phase when, um, you know, I can take my grandchildren outside and we look at bugs on the sidewalk. They are amazed. (laughs) There's wonder, God-filled world that they live in. So that's what we try to do with... um, making things relatable in the that preschool phase. And then in elementary, again, they're discovering and they're relating to other um, children. There's relationship happening. Right. So we turn the dial as we discover God's word of how I need to treat others and making wise choices. Um, so that's the second dial. Yeah. So, and then the third in making it relatable in each phase is that passion to help middle and high school students learn that they are the church and they are gifted and viewing everything through the lens of God's word. So um, that was a long answer for that. Yeah, but no. that is, I think it's practically how we make faith relatable birth through 18. Yeah, no, I think that's fantastic, right? And it really, when you think of each phase and kids in that phase, that just makes sense in what they're mm-hmm. going through, right? And, and the questions mm-hmm. that they're asking. Sana. And it's, it's, and I have met your beautiful children and I know that, you know, just surprise conversations happen mm-hmm. that you can just pour God's love into them and be very practical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's sometimes it's at the end of a soccer game or right before bed or, but yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> um, and as we look at our culture now, what do you find is happening in what ministry family ministry is doing? Is there's things that's no longer thriving or is there new things that you're thinking of? Oh, this is going to work or something different. Well, (laughs) I I wish there was an easy answer. I I don't think there's an easy (laughs) answer to that. um, I think certainly always looking on the horizon is a wise move for a leader to do and a church to do. Um, I think if you get stagnant and you get stuck, then I think you're going to see a decline and things that work today may not work tomorrow. And you've got to be willing to engage in culture a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
I, Andy Stanley says something I have quoted to church partners that I'm talking with so many times of um, you take culture which is always changing to present that which never changes which is God's truth mm. so um, not being afraid to um, you know look at YouTube channels and how kids are engaged in the pre-teenage level and go how could we tie that in to present God's truth mm-hmm. um, and that's that's really kind of what with Orange, our preteen focus actually is. It's the presentation that's the video presentation of the message each week is based off of like a YouTube channel because that's culturally what kids are used to. Mm-hmm. That's true, right? More and more they're watching YouTube and, and it's not just the same old cartoons that were on long ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and the other, the other thing to that, um, speaking into family ministry, is making sure everybody plays well together. Um, mm-hmm. your preschool leader is invested like your high school leader is invested and mm-hmm. uh, back to what I said initially of what do we want kids to become everybody needs to play together and pray together and talk about key ministry influences that your church is doing as a family ministry and not a sole entity of each age group mm-hmm. that's right yeah, it's definitely, what a difference when you're all working together, right? Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is different. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you have many resources. Can you tell us about some of your favorites and uh, whether it's a book or a podcast and what you'd recommend? Oh, I'd love to do that. Um, <laughs> I think uh, one of my favorite all-time um, resources is going to be the Think Orange book mm-hmm. because that's I cut my teeth on learning ministry there. Um, but a, a shorter version of the Think Orange book um, is called New Kind of Leader. Okay, yeah. And it's... It's a little, it's a short version, but it casts vision uh, exactly about what we're talking about in processing change and family ministry dynamics. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's a leader perspective uh, written by Reggie Joyner. Okay. And I think I've read both of those, which are fantastic mm-hmm. books. And we'll put the link for those uh, in our show notes so people can take a look at where to get them. Um, and if you could communicate one thing for our listeners um, or encourage volunteers who are serving in family or kids ministry, what would that be? Oh, oh my great. You are asking the best <laughs> questions today. Um, what you do matters. And oh, what you good. bring to the table every week, meaning serving. We, I'm speaking for all leaders. We can't do it without you. Right. Um, you add so much value with the gifts that you bring. And um, I wish I could just, you know, sit down with every volunteer across a table and have a cup of coffee and go, mm-hmm. you have amazing gifts and talents to bring. Don't shrink back. Because um, I think running the race and serving in the local church is just the best. It's, it's, it's vibrant. And um, when you are front and center to pour into the life of a child, um, there's nothing like that. There's mm-hmm. just nothing like that. <laughs> and I would, I would also encourage those who are leading, who are yeah. listening, to you can't overvalue and you can't overappreciate a volunteer. 
Oh, that's a good um, one too. Just celebrate them. At, it, just, you know, hand, tap of the shoulder just when you see them on the weekend. Thank you so much for what you do matters. Send them notes. Take them to coffee. Um, all and uh, all of those things lets people know that, number one, you're counting on them. Number mm -hmm. two, they're bringing something. And three, they're making a difference. And I think we all want to do that. Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. Is there any time when you were serving in ministry, any different ways that you like to, you know, appreciate your volunteers? Oh, well, I, um, a really amazing mentor leader, um, friend of mine, Sue Miller. Mm -hmm. Um, I totally copied off of her, but I'll tell you, feel free <laughs> listeners, go ahead and copy this too. Um, they would, occasionally go into a room where a volunteer was serving and just make it a hip hip hooray celebration show up with balloons show up with flowers or show oh up with all, you know high fives <laughs> yeah totally interrupts the moment of whatever's happening but you see people and kids light up when you do that oh wow that'd be so fun to try <laughs> i know it's kind of a surprise and delight moment i think um and just keep your volunteers guessing of yeah. how you're going to appreciate them. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, you have so many great things to share with us. And I love that you uh, were able to chat today, Misty. Um, can you tell us what is the best way for us to get a hold of you if somebody should have a question um, or just want to chat? That would be great. Um, my email is probably the best. Okay. It is my first name, Misty, M-I-S-T-Y, mm -hmm. at thinkorange.com. Okay. And what about any other ways? Do you do Instagram or Facebook? Um, I am on uh, Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's Misty P as in Paul, zero one. I'd yeah. love to connect with you that way. Um, and, you know, for those listening, you, you just want to check out and to learn more about Orange. Um, we do have free monthly, a uh, free month trial of oh, yeah. any of our age level mm -hmm. and it's totally free. So I always like to say, I would want to just check things out myself. So, um, you can do that if I can share that link. Yes, please. Um, it is getorangefree.com. Okay. Com. That's awesome. And we will have that in our show notes for anybody who's listening and wants to check that out. I highly recommend it. I know we love using orange. Um, yeah. And I just thank you so much, Misty. I'm so glad that we could chat today and, uh, and talk about all of this. You have so many great thoughts and things for us to think about and just be encouraged. I love chatting um, with you. Thank you. <laughs> and I uh, just love the heart of Canadian churches. So it's an honor to speak with you, my friend. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that was a great chat with Miss Team. We hope that you were equipped and encouraged in your serving role. We want you to stay connected with all that is happening with the 412 Canada podcast and conference. Sign up for our email at 412.ca and for the podcast, subscribe and consider leaving a review as well as like and share us with your friends. We look forward to next time on the 412 Canada podcast. 
Thanks for listening to the 412 Canada podcast. We hope this episode has equipped you for greater influence through serving. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and consider leaving a review on the app you use. The 412 Canada podcast is a ministry of Faith Baptist Church in Huntsville, Canada. Explore everything 412 Canada at 412.ca. Thanks again for spending time with us. See you next time.